Welcome to Radio Abnet. Welcome to Abnet's Distributing Wisdom podcast. Distributing Wisdom is a forum for experts in the electronic components supply and distribution industry to discuss what it takes to adapt to and drive technological change. And at Abnet, we've seen this evolve over our 100 year history. And now we're bringing together authorities from both within Abnet and beyond to share their wisdom as it relates to perseverance, the critical role of the industry in driving innovation and how our past is driving our future. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of high service distribution and how digital is changing the market. We're joined today by Annette Tyler, Corporate Director of Distribution for Amphenol, as well as Tracy Dawson, Managing Director of Dale Tech. Joining them will be Chris Breslin, President of Farnell. Annette, Tracy, and Chris, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. We're looking forward to a great conversation. Thanks again for joining everyone. Please go ahead and introduce yourselves to our listeners. Hi, lovely to be here. I'm Tracy Dawson. I'm the managing director of Dale Tech. We are a CEM, contract electronic manufacturer, based in uh, Yorkshire, not far from Farnell. We manufacture low volume, high quality niche type industrial control products. We've been around since 1987 and have been dealing with Farnell for most of that time. Hi, my name is Annette Tyler, and I'm the Corporate Director of Distribution at Amphenol. And we are a NinterConnect and Sensor Solutions manufacturer, and we've been a supplier to both Avnet and Farnell, but most specifically Avnet since 1957. So going on 65 years of Avnet's 100 year history. So. Abnet is near and dear to our heart and really makes it a, a special event for me to be here with you today. Really honored to be here. My name is Chris Breslin. I'm, I'm the president of Farnell's Global Businesses. We were acquired by Abnet about four and a half or five years ago. And it's been a fabulous opportunity to be part of the Abnet family. Similar to Abnet, we have a long historic brand. We've been around for about 85 years, so not quite as long as Abnet's 100 years been in the industry for the better part of 30 years and it, it's wonderful to have Annette and Tracy here uh, as a distributor you know we, we don't exist without our customers and our supplier partners so really glad to have both of them with us. Chris let's start with you today can you talk to us about the differences between high service and volume distribution especially in today's market what are the big areas that Farnell is focused on? When I think of high service or, or the e-catalog space I really think of operating at the front end of the customer's design cycle. So when you compare or contrast us to the volume space where, where Avnet occupies, it's much more when they're in mass production. So the things that happen differently when you're supporting kind of the front end of that customer life cycle is you need an inventory profile that's a mile wide and an inch deep, right? So customers want to sample and try a lot of different things, and you have to have that product available. When you start thinking about the volume space, you start getting into bigger numbers and mass production and customers need help debugging designs and they need help with complex supply chain solutions. So 
that's kind of the difference between the volume space and, and, and the high service or e-catalog space. When I think about the trends in digital, what's going on, digital is, has impacted everything, particularly in the last couple of years. So when I think of just the percent of activity that's done online, over 57% of purchases and design decisions are made before a customer talks to anyone, either at a supplier or a distributor. And over 70% of the buying journey happens online. So for people like Farnell in the e-catalog space, we spent a lot of money improving our web speed and we've, we've reduced the time it takes to, you know, the download by less than half, right? So we've went from, you know, an average website to one of the fastest in the industries. We invest in digital marketing to attract customers to our suppliers' offerings. So digital has been phenomenal. And if you look at the last two years, the, the amount of retail business, not just in electronics, but in general, has increased phenomenally. You know, customers now in our space more than ever are expecting that instant response. We expect it in our lives, in our consumer lives. So in our commercial lives, we're also starting to expect that speed of response. We've invested very heavily in digital so that we have live links to the Farnell website. So we can pull up live stock, we can pull up live pricing, we can create estimates within hours rather than days. We don't have to have any personal contact, which is incredibly useful. It means that we are really, at the, for, a, for a CEM, we are able to respond very quickly. I mean, especially the problems around the global supply chain and the dreaded chip shortages. We're able to see what is available and what is not available and, and being able to advise way before we ever have been previously we've we've noticed the speed and i think that probably we can't you know forget that covid happened and i think that that's accelerated this digital change especially you know young people expect this sort of response and we need younger customers so we need to respond how they how, how they want us to yeah and if i could just add to that you know it's not just about the buying patterns of of the purchasing people out there. It's also about how engineers are consuming content. The buyers and engineers entering the industry today, it's, it's a whole new generation. You know, it's all about user experience, quick access to information, innovative content. Everything has to be at their fingertips. And that's where social media has really come into play into our industry far more than it ever has before. LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok now, and it goes on and on and on, all these different platforms that the engineers and buyers are using to make their decisions. And as a supplier, we're strong in manufacturing products, we're strong in technologies, but we're not strong in all of the social, digital marketing efforts that the distributors really are just so sophisticated at doing so. We really rely on our channel partners to be an extension of our marketing team and then also of our sales team as well. So it's not just about inventory and parts anymore. It really is about that next generation and innovation and digitalization of the industry. And we really rely on our channel partners to do that. Annette, I'd love for you to expand a little bit more on that and talk about how these trends are changing your relationships in the distribution industry. 
Well, it has really forced us to provide more content. So it's not just part numbers and descriptions anymore. It's, it's what the engineers want. It's what the buying agents want, right? So they want engineering drawings. They want 3D models. They want white papers. They want to see how the product is applied. They want to see how the product is used. So it has really forced us to come up with more creative ways to provide content and just electronically exchanging all of that content with our channel partners. For example, the NPI launches, whenever we have a new product, we rely on our channel partners to launch those new products to the industry. And it's so interesting to see that they find through their mass market reach, new applications, unforeseen applications of our products far beyond that, uh, the intended use of the original design and development of that product. So, it really has, again, brought in our market reach and our customer reach for our new products. That's a great point. One of the things you mentioned I thought was really powerful, right? When you think of how do we take this technical heavy content, right, that the Amphenols of the world produce, and then how do we take that and change it into something that's easily digestible, whether it's a, a YouTube video or whether it's a, a how-to guide or whether it's you know something on our Element 14 community, something that Tracy and the customers can digest and understand without having to sit down and read a white paper or a data sheet. So it's the whole evolution of that rich technical data and moving into something that's really usable so that the customers get some value out of it. And, and, and Tracy had mentioned before, you know, how do we look at what we should be designing in? And, and it, it's making that stuff really user-friendly uh, rather than just content, which I think is just super powerful. We also use Element 14. It's a great community. It's close to a million engineers and buyers interfacing with one another, comparing ideas, asking questions about applications and uses and success stories, et cetera. While our engineers are using Element 14 to speak with their peers as they design products. So it's a wonderful platform for not only the customer community, but also the supplier community as well. Thank you, Annette, for that perspective. Now, Tracy, I'd love your thoughts on how the disruptive events in our industry over the past year have affected your business and your own relationships. There's been a number of knee-jerk reactions around the chip shortages. So because we're manufacturing niche products, there, there's been a panic really by a number of our customers trying to redesign over the last six months. And there's no, nothing good will come out of a quick redesign. So we found that... Communication is vital and Farnell are very good at that. You know, I can talk to a regional director. I can talk to our internal managers. We can understand the, the external environment that we're not privy to. And that means that we can make better decisions. We can advise our customers in a better way. I mean, the other thing that, that has affected the UK, of course, is Brexit. And Farnell has dealt with that in a particularly effective way. We were obviously concerned and we obviously looked at our supply chains and very glad that we were able to maintain such a good relationship so that there was continuity of supply because that coupled with COVID and, and, and other issues could have been much more difficult. I think what's really, really important now in the world that we're in is to be transparent and to have good communications. And that goes always, not just with your customers, but with distributors and with manufacturers so that we can understand 
what the supply chain looks like, ensuring that we were manage- we're designing products that could be maintained and manufactured going forward. We, the last thing we need to do is, is put a chip in that's end of life. So having that information becomes vitally important to us. You know, when we're looking at the low volume and the high value type products, we need to make sure that we can get hold of the products, we can ship quickly. But again, it comes back to that having a very good working relationship. And I hope that this trend continues. I hope that we we have a better understanding of the supply chain, the depth of it, that we need to have this information. It isn't just about the cheapest. It's about the the added value, the best product at the best price with the best advice around that. I agree with you, Tracy. As a supplier, what we've seen is many of our direct customers are turning to the channel and have turned to the channel for supply chain logistics. You know, again, that's not necessarily our expertise and certainly throughout this pandemic and the increased Chip shortages and crises has really turned customers towards the experts in supply chain logistics. And that is our distributors. That's what they do, especially the volume distributors. So we're seeing a lot of uh, that transition. And ultimately, that helps grow the business with our channel partners. That helps grow our business as well. You know, now all of a sudden there's access to the entire bill of material and our volume distributors are certainly helpful in gaining market share for us, opening up opportunities for the next generation of products. So it's not just solving the solution from a purchasing standpoint, it's deepening the engagements at the engineering level as well. So sometimes our relationships with the engineers are becoming even stronger and the supply chain logistics our channel partners are offering the customers it's just strengthening the entire relationship altogether i know one of the other areas that can really strengthen relationships is that combination of having an online and offline support mechanism and that's an area that farnell is really focused on right chris Absolutely. So when we look at the approach we have, our strategy has always been to interact with the customer in whatever fashion they choose. So that means we, we're kind of unique for in the high service space there. We have field sales and telesales and e-channel websites in, in every region of the world. And that's exactly to your point. We want to have that multi or omni-channel experience because you know, Tracy mentioned it earlier, there are some things that she just wants access to really quickly and she wants a fast answer and you want to just get that online. There are other things that may require a little bit more detail and might require a conversation. And when your line's down and you're facing, you know, a lot of pressure from your manufacturing community to, to get something built, it's probably not good enough to say, well, I checked their online website, right? And that touch point, I, I think, is, is really important. And that's why it's a key part of our strategy. And it's, it's that providing that opportunity for whatever touch point suits the customer best at the position that they're in at that particular time. Chris, are you seeing any indicators that the chip shortage in particular is changing purchasing behavior or even how products are designed? Yep. I think in terms of buying behavior, obviously there's some concern. So you, you have to be cautious that you're not double buying and triple buying. And, and then when that stops, you send a whipsaw through the entire supply cycle. I do think you start to see a willingness to collaborate electronically with information, right? What is your, what is your design build? What is your manufacturing capability? And how do you link all those things together? 
when I look at the, the value that can be added there, right? I mean, in addition to supporting large manufacturers, you want to make sure you're positioned to seed the market. And that's where I think the, the high service of the e-channel space comes in really important because you have to make sure that the, the ability to support that wide breadth of inventory, that mile wide and an inch deep of inventory is, is accessible to your customers, right? As, as they decide they want to try new things and their buyer pattern is going to be determined by the access to that information and the availability of that product. You have to be able to link those things together, right? We look at our responsibility as stocking all of the suppliers, new products that they introduce, and then more importantly, helping merchandise and market those products to be successful. And then you, of course, you want to provide a, an ability to connect with a broad and ever-growing customer base. So the changes there, I think, just become more and more important of access to information and access to products. We rely on our channel partners to be the window to the future, be that the immediate future or the long-term future, right? So as the shortages continue, we really rely on them to say, okay, what are you seeing? Are the bookings continue to outpace the billings? Are certain technologies starting to explode? Certain technologies start starting to soften, right? And we make decisions based on that information we gather from our channel partners. We make decisions about increasing our manufacturing capacity. We make decisions about positioning product, positioning our future technologies, our NPI roadmap. So the information they provide us is just critical to the decisions we're making to position us for our future growth. Yeah, I think it was really important when everything opened back up again. And, and for us, it was just, we're off again. It was very reassuring that particularly Farnell had already anticipated that and we were able to engage in, a, in an effective way. It's interesting to me that this whole digital era is happening you know, talking to engineers and our young engineers, they want the information in different formats and we're able to offer that. They're able to see that. And I think that when we were looking at redesigning the, you know, our engineers particularly were very grateful that they had all this information to hand and they, they had it in a format that they could understand, I think. So that's been very important. I, the trend I hope will continue towards a trusted supply chain, a much smaller supply chain. Years ago, it was very much a, a, a larger, I, I can remember when we had 350 component suppliers. We've completely reduced that now to a much more focused, I think we've got something like five or six now with Farnell being the, our, our top supplier because we need to have that trust and we need to have the continuity of supply and, and we need to be able to also service our, our engineers and, and give them the information they can and, and, and we're able to do that through this distribution channel. Well, those are all the questions that I had. Thanks again, everyone, for joining the Distributing Wisdom podcast today. It was such a pleasure learning from all of you and hearing uh, your experiences. So thanks again for joining. So thank you very much. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed hearing the perspective. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been really interesting, and I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, Heather. Heather, Chris, Tracy, thanks so much. This was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed chit-chatting with you and talking about industry trends it was great. Thanks so much.
Thank you, Annette, Tracy, and Chris for joining today's podcast. To learn more about distributing wisdom, please visit abnet.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you.